What's up, everyone? <clears throat> Whoa, yeesh. You know, yeesh. That's, that's that morning voice right there. <laughs> What's up, everyone? Good morning, Saints and Aids. Um, Stop. <laughs> I like that. I like that's that. good. Uh, I actually did steal that from Jackie Hill Perry. So, oh, Jackie wow. Hill Perry, if you awesome. listen to this at any point of your life, I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't sue me because we have no money. Uh, but <laughs> I just thought it was funny, so I kind of wanted to take it, which you might be okay with. But uh, yeah. yeah, anyway, so uh, I'm here with Mariel. Hey, what's up? And we have a very special guest special. with us today. Yes. Special. Uh, I'll let I'll just let her introduce herself. Uh, what's your name? Wh who are you? And what's your? Oh, wow. I actually know it. No, wow. I don't want to give that up. All right, name. Who are you? And uh, your your favorite. Season and why? Hi, I am Matt 2.0. <laughs> That's, <laughs> so That's not no, your name. Somebody called me that yesterday. I thought it was funny. I'm dead. Um, I am Elisa. What's the other question? Who are you? What are you in this program? Oh, I am a first year in Master's Commission, and my favorite season, season is actually probably fall because it's everybody's basically favorite season. I don't know. I know a lot of people that like winter and spring oh, and summer. That's so. yeah. yeah. And um, Yexi are... Wow. Uh, well, Yexi, wow. Yexi, wow. the backbone of this ministry right here is way for your hands. It's not fall. <laughs> well, fall. Look at fall. Wow. What? They can't see. Oh, <laughs> I was talking to you. Oh. Yeah, please look. <laughs> yeah, please look through our... Yeah. computer screen anyway uh we have i think we have a really cool topic here today yeah. um and i think it's i think it's one everybody goes through like i don't care how optimistic you are i don't care how much joy you have like there has been at least one point in your life that you have dealt with something like yeah. this and so hopefully uh if you're going through this if you've gone through this uh this can bring some advice some wisdom and help you uh navigate this season uh if and when it comes in your life so today we are going to talk about the topic of hopelessness. hopelessness. Ooh, dun dun dun. Yeah. Uh, basically, how how do you how do you navigate through the season of hopelessness? Uh, how do you minister to either yourself or maybe another person when you're in the season of hopelessness? Yeah. And I think one of the biggest questions: How do you see God in a season of hopelessness? Uh, so, Marielle, Ellie, you guys want to tackle this? You have any thoughts? Um. Yeah. Sure. Um. I feel like this topic is something that a lot of people don't talk about because it's more like, oh, trust in God, hmm. always, you know, you know what to do, you know that God is for you, he's not against you, and you hear all these things, and, and it's like, sometimes it's like repetitive, but I just feel like it's it's just that simple as trusting God, really, um, but, I mean, Ellie, if you want to... Kind of piggybacking off of what you said, I feel like a lot of people always, like, make it seem like you don't, once you find God... That's it. Like, yeah. you already know, like, yeah. everything's good after that, but it's not always true. Like, it's, like, a conscious choice to make every day and be, like, no, yeah, I want to follow God. Right. And, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like that's when it's the hardest is when you realize, like, yeah, once I become mm -hmm. a follower of God, like, I will lose hope one day, but yeah. I just got to keep pushing towards chasing God and all that stuff. I'm gonna challenge you on, on oh, something you wow. just said. Beautiful. I I don't I don't think when you follow God you can look at a like look at your life and be like I'm going to lose hope one day. 
I I don't well, think that. No, that's I, not what but, I meant. But mm. but I will I will say this: you can look at your life and know that we're human, and we know that we live in a fallen world, and our hope could be tested. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> Look, we have to clarify because someone on here is like, "Why would I follow God if I'm going to get hopeless one day?" Like we, wow. <laughs> okay, those are good points. I like yeah. those. So maybe, maybe you guys can share. And if you want, like, if you want to, that's cool. If you don't want to, that's also cool. Uh, maybe like a season of your life or a situation that happened to you that you found yourself kind of in this hopeless situation or this mm-hmm. kind of hopeless mindset. What was it like? How did you feel? And then how did you get out of it? Um, okay, well, for me, I, this kind of, like, is somebody else's hopelessness that kind of, like, spread onto me. So, mm. I have a cousin, and she's not a Christ follower, like, at all, that's, mm. like, not on the top of her list at all, and her, she's gone through a lot in her life, uh, and she has, like, no hope, and it's so sad mm. to, like, see somebody with no hope, because it's literally, like, they can think to themselves, what is the point of me living today mm. if mm. I'm just going through a routine and I, like, there's no hope for me tomorrow. Right. And mm. it, like, really, like, made me feel, like, hopeless in my situation. Like, dang, like, why am I here following God if I know that she probably needs it more than I do? And so I kept getting in this mindset and I felt, like, really hopeless. Like, what can I do? Like, why am I following God? Why isn't she following God? And to me when I got into that situation, all I did was just sit around and like mope all day. Like I wasn't productive in what, and like learning more how to uh, like speak to her without like pushing Jesus onto her because she didn't want to hear that because she wasn't um, interested in that. And Mm -hmm. so uh, basically like I just started realizing like if I'm not productive, then there is going to be no hope for her either. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt like I needed to be productive and grow my relationship in God to know how I can minister to her and know how I can mm-hmm. um, get closer to her and show her how good God is. Because we dealt with the same stuff before I even started following God. And she's still in that place. And obviously, like, I've grown as a person to, like, help me get out of that. Right. And so I realized <clears throat> that because I'm still chasing God, that might be the mm-hmm. light for her to show her, hey, I'm not always meant to be stuck into this place. Right. And yeah. yeah. That's good. Yeah, that's I feel like that's a really good um story. <clears throat> when you think about other people, especially like family members that yeah, don't serve God. Sure. And you lose hope yourself because you want them to serve right. God. You want them to have that relationship that you do. Um, because I'm going through the same thing with my family. Like mm-hmm. I really want them to serve God. Like really, like yeah. really, really, really bad. Because I know that the things that they are going through, that they can get out of it. Like, and I feel like I always say that, but it's literally that simple. Mm-hmm. Like, and I feel like we just we are so concerned. I mean, or so caught up in our thoughts and what we think is happening that it might not be really that big of a deal, mm-hmm. but we make it that big of a deal. And even like personally, like not too long ago, I was going through like a situation where I felt like I felt like I was losing hope and like I was like you know sometimes you get to a point where like you don't want to keep you don't want to keep going oh you sometimes you get to a point where you don't want to keep going and you just want to like give up you know especially as a Christian and sometimes I feel like a lot of Christians go through that because we feel like we serve a God that can do anything so why are we going through this situation Mm -hmm. and sometimes and and like I don't want to say that 
it's 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 like a it's like worse than like unbelievers like our hopelessness. But I feel like it's more that we have act, that actual hope, yeah. which is God is at the actual hope, and and because we're going through these things, we feel like we should not be going through these things Dang, because sure. we serve God and yeah, because sure. He should be the one that He should be the one that's getting us out of the situation. But it's a constant situation that we go through, and um, I feel like sometimes you have to learn to ask God, like, what God, what are you teaching me in this situation? Mm-hmm. What are you teaching me? In this season, are you teaching me to um, to just trust in you? Are you teaching? Are you saying that I there's something in me that I have to grow from and I have to learn from and stuff like that? So, yeah, I just feel like I just feel like losing hope is is something. It's also something that's very I don't want to say popular, but it's very like common nowadays. Yeah, yeah it's very common nowadays. Um, so, Ellie, what do you think about? People, I guess, around you that you feel like, how can I explain this? <clears throat> People around you that you feel like are are losing hope but don't, but are afraid to, like, speak it out or say something about it. Because I know that I have some in my life that I know that by their actions, there's, there's something there, but I, I know that, I, you know, what do, you, what do you say to those people? What do you, like, how would you minister to those people? Yeah, Um. so I feel like my biggest, like, my biggest, like, problem outside mm-hmm. of here with somebody losing hope is that one cousin that I just talked yeah. about. And she kind of doesn't admit it. Yeah. And she just lives her life. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think it's more of a sign, like, I don't want to show you that, like, I have no hope. Yeah. Like, I don't want to show you that I feel like I have, like, my life is basically for yeah. nothing. Mm-hmm. And it, it's hard because it's such like a, you don't, it's like hard to like know how to deal with it because yeah. it's something so like big yeah and like, I don't even know, like it's just yeah for her specifically, um, she had came to me one day and she just asked like, what do, what do I do for the rest of my life? And I was like, that's such a big question because like, yeah her answer that she wants is so different from the answer that she needs. And so I just told her what I knew. And I was like, well, for me, like talking about what I'm going to do for the rest of my life, I know that God it's in God's hands. And I know that he's gonna, he's gonna, he's going to make a path for me to be the person that I need to be. Mm -hmm. And I was like, and even if maybe you felt like you don't have, this plan figured out, like, that doesn't mean that God doesn't have a plan for you. Even if you don't believe in God, that doesn't mean that he doesn't have a plan for you. And I realized a lot of people who don't have hope, even if you, like, sometimes just even bring up God even a little bit, like, it kind of, like, brightens a little, like, hope inside of them. So, yeah. Sorry, I had to step off for just a second. (laughs) So I'm coming in here, like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Um, but uh, something that that you said, Ellie, before I stepped out, that I thought was was interesting She's like, I don't, I don't even know what I'm saying. I just say it. Um, it, it kind of talked, and maybe you guys have talked about this uh, since I stepped out. Uh, this is kind of idea of like, how do you minister to somebody else <laughs> in this, this this season of of hopelessness? And I think one, especially with family members or really mm-hmm. close friends, like it's because we're human and and we've been like we've been given this heart of compassion and, and kind of this this heart of empathy you, you feel for somebody else and so when one of your close friends your family members is going through like the season of 
like they just have no hope and it's always mm -hmm. negative so you you feel that you, you kind of carry that yeah. um intentionally or unintentionally sometimes mm -hmm. um but i think the the best best thing you like us as christ followers can do is is one try our best to not be sucked into their hopelessness yeah mm -hmm. but then ellie you you hit it on the head just just as as christ followers just to continue living our lives yeah continue living our lives the right. way that god has called us to because uh people are watching yeah whether whether we realize it or not people are watching us when yeah. when we say hey i'm i'm a christ follower they're like okay right. let's let's see let's yeah. let's see let's For see sure. if you yeah. really are the actions that you have are, are really backing mm -hmm. up with with what you're saying and and i've i've gone through this uh in the last last few months this kind of it with my own family situation um stuff is happening and and i know like my parents are like there was just a season of like just everything was mm -hmm. man everything was tough everything mm -hmm. was everything kind of reminded them of this this situation mm -hmm. and there were just a lot of times where i didn't have anything to say mm -hmm. like there i couldn't quote scripture i couldn't like yeah. try and convince them to to see it this way or, or be positive because sometimes there's just nothing to say yeah. yeah there's nothing for you to provide there's nothing for you to do and and so <clears throat> I guess I guess for me in that particular situation, I always made myself available. I think yeah. that's the best thing uh, for us to do, and I think that's what Jesus would have done. Mm -hmm. He made himself available for anybody and everybody who came by, even even if they didn't realize they needed Jesus. Yeah. Even if they didn't yeah. realize they needed that encounter, he was somehow right there at the right yeah. time. Yeah. And so for us to be like, hey, I'm I'm available. You can call me, text me, yeah. whatever invite me over to your house and I'll just sit there and listen. I'm not going to try and convince you to be a certain way and, or I'm not going to try and beat you over the head with the Bible and saying, you don't love Jesus because you're not positive. Yeah, like, right. oh, like our world is fallen. Our mm -hmm. world sucks. And so yeah. there's, there's going to be seasons where you're going <clears> to <throat> just struggle with being positive. But we have to remember that every pro everybody processes stuff differently. Yeah. And just because, you know, you're quote better because I'm not sure if anybody's really better at this, but just because you're, mm -hmm. I guess more experience is the right phrase. Just because yeah. you're more experienced in looking at your situation and be like, I'm going to tell myself the truth. Mm -hmm. This one situation isn't affecting every part of my life. Mm -hmm. It's just this one area and everything else is going really good. And yeah. so not everybody has gotten to that point in their lives. And so you we <clears> have to be able to give other people and even ourselves sometimes the grace and the patience to get to that point. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it takes it takes longer than yeah. others to And I feel like that. there's even practical things that you can do to get out of that too. Oh, the sure. music that you listen to. Like, oh sure. my God. Wow. Okay. You know, let's, <laughs> let's just let's let's just talk about that for a second. Like listen, if you're I, yeah. I think of like young adults because that's that's right. who like i'm around a lot right. or or you i think yeah. of you the young adults yeah like listen relationships are a huge thing and sometimes you you have a breakup and you yeah. become like the most hopeless person oh in the entire God. world yeah and they're like oh my god bobby broke up with me yes. and this, i can't the whole world is falling apart and you're like on, you're like bobby first of all if you're breaking up with people it better be for the reason <laughs> you better not suck <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> we have a youth student named Bobby. Yeah. Bobby, oh, I'm so confused. Bobby, Bobby if you listen to this, we love you. It's not Bobby. <laughs> but it's like you know, like I think I think just breakups or relationships are just like it's yeah. a huge thing. Like, listen, mm -hmm. if you go through a breakup, and mm -hmm. I I feel like I'm talking to someone really specific. Yeah. I'll be If you if if you just went through a breakup or whatever, 
and you're still listening to the same songs yeah. you and Homeboy listen to. Yeah. Like, no wonder you've been in this mm-hmm. rut for three weeks. Yeah. Like, oh my god or if you're watching like rom-coms oh like of gosh, course yeah. you're gonna be in this this rut of oh my god like bobby didn't do this bobby wasn't like that why couldn't you be like you know ryan gosling like I, like ryan i don't know gosling. first of all not everyone is ryan gosling i'm sorry to tell you uh we're just we're, we're just not him like he's just he's just a different species so but <laughs> I thought um, you were gonna say like listening to sad music. That's what I yeah. thought you were gonna say. Well, that too. If if you're listening to like, I don't know, who's a sad artist? I, um, I think like Avril Lavigne. I don't know. Oh, he's he's just, like, no Adele. Yeah. Oh, that too. Adele. Like, Someone listen, like you. Like wow. like they're great artists, and those are great songs. But if, <laughs> but if you're in your feelings already. Don't listen to music yeah. that's gonna put you in your feelings. Yeah, like I just we just had like a like we were just like having a little debates in our leadership class, and like we were talking about like secular music and like Christian music, right? And um, how how it can change your mood, and it's just like you cannot you can be like that, and I've and I've literally gone through this. You can be like the happiest person one time mm-hmm. and listen to a really sad song or, or or like a really hardcore song, and yeah, it just reminds you of things that you've gone through in your past, of yeah. things that you've done that you feel like you shouldn't have and then you get into this funk and then it's just like it's Dude. hard to get out of you know yeah for sure so and I, and I think honestly i think it's i think it's more comfortable to just continue being in that rut of hopelessness yeah i, I really i really for think sure. so because because it's it's much easier to continue any and and this goes with anything mm-hmm. not just hopelessness this goes with anything it's mm-hmm. just a lot easier to go in the same direction than the work it'll require yeah. to climb out yeah, of that trench. For sure. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you kind of sit there and you're like, well, I yeah. know I should be happier. Mm-hmm. Like, especially if you follow Jesus. Mm-hmm. I know I'm supposed to be happier. I right. know I'm supposed to call I'm I'm called to have joy. I'm called yeah. to be positive. And then you sit there like, but it's just like way yeah. easier to just sit here and just wallow in mm-hmm. my own self-pity. And we will we'll, we will never admit that to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ever. Like in the moment we're right. just like, I'm just I just need time to process. No, you don't. Right, yeah. Well, you do, but some of you are taking like three months to yeah. process one situation, and that's just a really yeah. long time. Yeah. At a certain that's point, true. you have to, you have to love yourself enough to be like, I'm mm-hmm. worth getting out of this. Yeah, yeah. What's crazy is that that reminds me. Okay, so about like a year and a half mm-hmm. to like two years ago, I was like real in a situation where I was just depressed and I was yeah. like hopeless and all this stuff, and I was going to counseling and. Uh, she was like a Christian counselor and she kept talking to me about it. And I was like, what's crazy is I want, this was before I even had a relationship with God really. And I was like, it's crazy. Cause I know I want a relationship with God because I know that he could heal my depression. Yeah. And I know that he could like be a light for me when I'm so sad and in the dumps, but it's like, that seems like so hard for me to strive for Like, yeah. I don't even like, and I continued for another year and a half to just yeah. not do anything about it. Even though I knew that like God was like there and he literally could help me and yeah. all this hopelessness and like mm-hmm. sadness that I felt and it was just seemed like such a hard thing and obviously like when I came to master's like I finally was like being productive and like yeah. I don't want to be sad all the time and I don't want to be hopeless all the time right. like I'm gonna be intentional about wanting to get better and wanting to feel true like joy in every situation especially when you're around people that are very positive yeah right very, like, you know, right <laughs> you're like, like I don't want to be I don't want to be the one like Eeyore in the group yeah <laughs> <laughs> Like Bah Humbug. Uh, I don't know if you meant Bah Humbug was Eeyore. I was like, wrong character. I get that. 
I mean, I feel like Eeyore, even if he didn't say it, say it, I, I'm pretty sure he thought just like Bah Humbug, what are we doing here? Okay, wait. The two different characters, completely different emotions. I feel like Scrooge just hated his life. Uh-huh. And yes, Eeyore probably hated his life as well. But Eeyore was more sad and Scrooge was just more frustrated and angry. They're two different emotions. Are they? The way that, oh, ah, <laughs> the way they were expressed, like, I feel like Scrooge, like, was just rude to everybody, as in, like, he had no right, filter. Right, because he was not confident in himself. Yeah, and I'm not saying Eeyore that was not confident in himself. And I'm not saying that their, <laughs> their thing came from, their emotions came from different <laughs> parts of, like, their life. But, like, yeah, they experienced the same emotions, but the two different characters this happens with Ellie and I because <laughs> we're there's a reason why she said uh, she's Matt, Matt 2.0. 2.0 because we're basically like quote the same person Literally. and I know we're not but, but like she's, she's a type 3 Enneagram I'm a type 3 Enneagram she's same. why did you have that reaction sorry I was just thinking we'd have an Enneagram podcast but it's yo Wait, <laughs> so we got totally okay. off on a tangent. I just, I, I, I think about like, you know how people say like Jesus experienced everything we did, yeah, yeah right. And mm-hmm. so like yeah. you have you have to think about okay, if I go through hopelessness, Jesus probably went through hopelessness. Oh, absolutely. And I and I don't yeah. know. For sure. I I, I'm one hundred percent convinced that he didn't prolong it the way that we do. Yeah. yeah. However. I think about Jesus' reaction in the Garden of Gethsemane, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. before he was going to be crucified, right before he was going to be given over to the the Roman soldiers, and and Buddy was just yeah. first of all he was by himself, but the other thing was he took his hopelessness to God. Yeah. How many yeah. times do I take my hopelessness to a mirror? Yeah. And I take wow, my hopes, yeah. hopelessness to myself, and I'm like, wow, this totally sucks, and this totally sucks, and this mm-hmm. totally sucks, and then the mirror's like, yeah, this totally sucks, and you're like, dude, this <laughs> yeah. totally sucks. Wait, like an actual mirror, or is that like a... It's, a, I mean, uh, yes and no. I, I was using it as a figure of speech, oh, yeah. but exactly. I guess you could go to an actual mirror and do yeah. it. But Jesus went to God with his hopelessness, and yeah. said, all right, God, like, I understand this is what you want me to do. However... I really just don't want to do it. Yeah. And I think in that moment, that was his human side coming out. Mm-hmm. And he was like, dude, this mm-hmm. is going to hurt. Like, yeah. physically hurt. Yeah. And I really yeah. don't want to do it. If there, is, if there is any possible way mm-hmm. that you take this cup from me, like, mm-hmm. bro, please do it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Um, at least from what scripture says, it was almost instantaneous mm-hmm. when the spirit took over and Jesus said, okay, cool. Not my will, but your will be done. And I love that. Because I think, like, what if God doesn't do it? What if he doesn't do what you ask of him? Right. Are you going to stay in that hopelessness? Right. You know what I mean? Because if it's already, if Jesus is asking God, take this cup from me, and God's like, no. (laughs) And Jesus is like, all right, bet. (laughs) You know, and Jesus just went on with, you know, the God's will. Why? Why? I just feel like, why don't we? We could we could be that way, and I feel like sometimes we're just so comfortable in our funk, in our mess, in our situation because we're so used to it. Yeah. Mm. But like Ellie's, like Ellie's change of scenery, Ellie's literally literal change of state, like I feel, <laughs> I feel like made her such like 
you know, made her grow into this beautiful person that she is now. And it's like, Aww. why can't, <laughs> and it's like, I just feel like, why can't we have that, that fire, that perseverance yeah. that, that Jesus had? If Jesus was man and we are man, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we are man. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you're going to drop a rap man, or something. God, we're just man, but still. Like, yeah, but we have we have the Holy Spirit too. Yeah, and so man. any anything, it's it's crazy to think about. But anything that Jesus did, we have the capacity to do. Mm-hmm. So freaking crazy, <laughs> so crazy. <laughs> because Jesus came to show us how to live life. Wow, that's the reason. I mean, that's that's one of the biggest reasons he came. Obviously, it was to save us and be a ransom for many. Yeah. But he came down to earth. All man, all God, to be like, all right, cool. I'm gonna experience everything that you do, right. but I'm not gonna react the same way you do. Right. So Come this, on, this is, this is. I'm gonna show you the 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 potential that you have mm-hmm. to live a life right. fully committed to God, mm-hmm. fully in relationship, and just like we talked about at the very beginning of this thing, even though that Jesus basically was God, yeah. he he had the closest relationship with God mm-hmm. ever, ever. Yeah. ever. But he still experienced all the emotion, mm-hmm. all of the pain, all of the fear, all yeah. of the like, oh my God, I don't want this thing to happen mm-hmm. type of reactions mm-hmm. that we do. And so we, I think we have to read scripture and say, all right, what situation have I come across in my life that resembles this in scripture? Mm-hmm. And let me look at how someone like Jesus reacted, right. someone like David reacted, someone like Paul reacted, like these people who were so close to yeah. Jesus and their relationship with God was just just on another level, mm-hmm. how are they reacting to these situations? Mm-hmm. And and you look at it and say, I have the potential to do that. Yeah. I have the potential mm-hmm. to be that. Yeah. Yeah. And so you can look at family situations and say, God, <laughs> if you could just like shift this a little bit, mm-hmm. if you could make this better just a little bit, please do it. Mm-hmm. But not my will, your will be done. Because yes. mm-hmm. there are so many things that are working behind the scenes that we just don't know Mm -hmm. we have no idea what's happening in the spiritual realm we have no idea what's happening in their own hearts we have no idea what's going on you know behind closed doors and so the miracle that we're asking for right now maybe and maybe it wouldn't have the same effect because their heart is still hardened and Mm -hmm. it needs to have that three week three month process Mm -hmm. in order for their hearts to be softened enough so that the Holy Spirit can be like a little, a little tap on the heart, mm-hmm. say bink, and then mm-hmm. they just, and then everything comes apart, and their heart breaks, and then yeah. they receive the Absolutely. miracle you wanted three months ago. Absolutely. You had, you had quite the reaction. Okay, because I was just thinking, I don't know why, but like, <laughs> like it literally, like everything you just said resembles like making a building, like. You see, okay, this okay. Is, yeah. all right, take it there. Take it so there, Ellie. You're driving down the street and you see construction happening on the side, right? Mm-hmm. You're like, what are they making? I want to know what they're making. Uh-huh. And it just looks like a mess forever, right? And then you're like, okay. And then you drive down that street a week later and you're like, hmm, it looks a little bit more built than I thought from last time, but it's okay. I wonder what they're making. And then you drive down the same street a month later and it's like, wow, this is a building. And then a month later, you're like, oh, it's a Chick-fil-A. And I'm so dead. Wow, that's the same thing, right? It's the same thing. I get, yeah, I get you. Yeah, I, I, get I, I do yeah. get that. That's that's actually good. Dang. It looks like a mess, but it can be. Wow. Chick-fil-A. Ellie. Come on, Ellie. She's, okay. out, she's out here breathing. Specifically. Chick-fil-A. Look, everyone, your your situations out there are going to be a Chick-fil-A. Yeah. One day. I, I don't know, I don't know what that means to you, but Chick-fil-A is a godsend <laughs> in my life. So. <laughs> 
Look, just You're wait, wait. Oh, okay, <laughs> all right. Just wait for the Chick Fil A to be built up in your life. Like everyone's gonna, everyone's gonna be like, God, I, I just pray for the situation to be a Chick Fil A. <laughs> Can you just imagine your spiritual life with just like Chick Fil A's popping up every once in a while? Like, bink, bink, bink. Like, okay, awesome. God showed up there. God showed up there. God showed up there. Hey, listen, we're we're gonna go ahead and wrap this thing up. Uh, final thoughts, like thirty second. 45 second final thoughts, hopelessness, how to get out of it, loving Jesus. Okay, mine quick. Oh my gosh, let's hope it's 30 seconds. Um, for me, like I realized on social media that I was always so scared to like post things about God because I was like, oh, I don't want to push God on people that don't want it or like whatever. And I realized like this is like to help people. Like I realized like people who are hopeless are on social media just scrolling. Right. And I realized, like, me even posting, like, one little thing about God can literally, like, change their mindset or even know, like, hey, like, I know that she has hope and, like, she has hope in her life and I can go to her if I ever need her. So, like, even just, like, showing hints of what God's doing in your life literally can impact people and know, like, if I ever need help or guidance, like, I know I could go to her or him and know that they'll help me find this hope. So, Um, I would say... Um, you got a minute. <laughs> oh, I would say absolutely call on God, but also God has given you practical ways to overcome things um, when it comes to listening to music or when it comes to being around the people people that you're around. So just, I, I would say, analyze your life a little and, you know, you got this. Amen. Amen. Hey, listen, real, real quick. Uh, we actually have a new email address. Yeah. Uh, if you want to contact us, it is anti-sundays. Three, the number three at gmail.com. It's on our profile description. We want to hear from you. Topics, yes. topic ideas, comments, concerns, how this podcast is blessing your life. Mm-hmm. Listen, you have the potential to get out of the hopeless situation. Yeah. It's not going to be forever, but you have to be conscious about it and choose the fact that you can be joyful and hopeful Jesus. in your life. We love you guys. Signing off. This is Matt. Mariel. And Elisa. Have a great day, guys. God bless you.